Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome to the Rap Party. Pastor Ray here, this time with Pastor Taylor. He just wrapped up our series on 21 days of prayer, looking at the word knock. Just like Jesus said in Matthew 7, ask and it will be given to you, seek and you will find, knock and the door will be open to you. And so, Pastor Taylor, great message this morning Thank on you. prayer, yeah. on, on what it means to knock. I, I appreciate your time and energy that you put into your message. Um God really spoke to me through it. And so I thank you. I hope everybody else, if you've had opportunity to listen to it, the Holy Spirit spoke to you as well. Um, go ahead, Pastor Taylor, and just kind of remind us what this whole series has been about and then what you spoke on um, specifically today. Yeah, so we uh, we ended our today, actually. I thought it ended yesterday, excuse me, yesterday, but we've been in a time of prayer for 21 days. And each day is kind of themed. And so we thought, you know, when we were planning this whole month of August in prayer, maybe we take Matthew 7 and just break that down because, you know, it's probably uh, that those two verses specifically, in my opinion, are probably the two most popular verses on prayer outside of like the Lord's Prayer. Right. Um, and so I was, I was definitely interested to to dig into that, and even just was really excited because like seasons of prayer just seems to be very powerful and a catalyst to to in this particular point ending the year on a high note. And so that's just what we kind of journeyed through. Pastor Roger kicked it off with you know the six points of maybe why we're not seeing the answers to the prayers we're asking, mm-hmm. and then Pastor Brian. Uh, talked about in in the seeking, it's important to kind of understand the names of God and all that stuff. And then today we talked about knocking and just kind of ended it and put an exclamation point on on everything in that regard. Yeah. Uh, so we're we're looking at Matthew seven verses seven through eight is kind of our key text for this. Um, you looked at a parallel passage too from Luke, um, mm-hmm. and how how does that kind of add to our understanding about asking, seeking, and knocking? Um, you know, as far as Luke goes, actually, what it kind of inspired me to even look at that passage for, um, I had listened to another pastor's sermon a few weeks ago, um, not even really pursuing that particular idea. I just happened, I had a conversation with Pastor Roger about mm-hmm. Jensen Franklin, and then I was like, oh, I have his church on my podcast list or whatever, and open it up and sure enough it was there in a series called ask seek knock yeah. and i was like oh well, i'll listen to this <laughs> and uh you know much different approach obviously in terms of the difference between what we took and and made it and how pastor jensen was preaching on it but he used luke 11 and it was really that that one phrase about whether niv and um shameless audacity or mm-hmm. um even in my head i, I don't think i'm secure enough in my mind to even pronounce that word right but uh persistent impudence or impudence or whatever and uh, i think that really spoke you know to reading that um really spoke to uh the word knock you know Mm -hmm. because you could get all fancy with it and even get on a, a commentary or look up the original language for the word knock and and i did that and the only definition for knock was to knock right. <laughs> and you know or to knock 
and open a door. So like not very super spiritual, like, whoa, like heavy revelation kind of deal. And so to read that context and, and even that wordplay, you know, like that's what I love about the gospels is like you get a different perspective on mm-hmm. everything. And, and this really spoke true to that as well of, of just like, you know, I loved how it said that the friend doesn't just answer you because it's a friend. Cause let's be honest, like, I think the issue would have to be way more severe for me if I had a friend knocking on my door at midnight asking for bread. Right. Yeah. You know, and so I, it just, re- I say all that, it really opened up a perspective for me. And that, and that was why I chose to kind of parallel and walk those side by side. Yeah. It's interesting how you talk about the language and it it just literally means like to knock on a door. Nothing deep remotely, you know, so. And so, so it's appropriate then, you know, in your message, you talked a lot about doors. And so I thought maybe we could just chat about doors for a few minutes as as amazing as that sounds, you know, (laughs) Um, but you gave some good door analogies. And a a few of the things that stood out to me was when you said that um, you were talking about a restaurant specifically, but you said a door at a restaurant is uh, for you to enter inside and experience what's going on in there. And I think that's, that's a lot um, what our prayer life is supposed to be about, right? It's about walking through the door that God's behind, like you talked about, um, and then experiencing everything he has for us there. Another thing that you said um, was you asked a question, what door are you knocking on? Can you kind of unpack this a little bit, yeah. like what it means to knock, like just from a, like a literal sense yeah. into the spiritual. Um, you know, kind of literally and, and back to that whole kind of restaurant analogy is like, for me, it's like, you know, we live here in Pensacola and if you have a Facebook, there's like the Pensacola foodies Facebook oh, yeah. <laughs> page. And, and, you know, in terms of a restaurant, like any restaurant, these people go in, through the door experience what it has whether it's the atmosphere the vibe that that restaurant's given off all the way down to their food and how it tasted and you know on that facebook page more times than not it's usually negative reviews but i say that to say like it's the same with god's presence in terms of like when we enter into god's presence that is what changes us mm-hmm. you know like I, I firmly believe that like Apart from God's presence, there is no real answer to the prayer that we're praying. Because, like, and I don't remember if I shared this in both services or not, but the whole idea of, like, is the prayer that we're praying, is that answer going to change our life or the mm-hmm. world around us? Yeah. And and that's just kind of how it ties it from, like, kind of a literal to a spiritual sense is, like, I try to have this perspective of, Okay, yes, some things I'm praying for are me-specific, whether it's the healing of a sick loved one or a family member um, or an opportunity. Like, yes, all of those impact me directly Mm -hmm. and individually. Um, But at the same time, even if those impact me directly and individually, am I using that to spread the good news of Jesus to other people? And so that's just kind of how the whole idea with the restaurant is like, if I go eat at this restaurant, I want to share that experience with people, even if it's people meeting me there, or I'm going to spread the word about it. And you know, it's, it's marketing, like that's what marketing mm-hmm. is. And so we have an opportunity 
to enter in through God's door, so to speak, into his presence, into his perfect will for our lives, and then share that with those around us. And I think that is the gospel. That is the flavor or however you want to look at it. Like that is the goal of the gospel. Like Jesus didn't die to save us so that we could just be casual. Like he, like that's why we have the great commission. That's why Paul did what he did. Like, could you imagine if outside of the people that saw everything that happened on Damascus, if Paul just kind of kept it to himself, you know, like would two thirds of the new Testament be written? Would these churches all over these missionary journeys be planted? And I think, if we continue to knock, the very thing we're knocking for is God's presence. And then we share that with other people. Then we really understand the aspect of that verse. Yeah. So that's really good. As you were talking, I was just kind of thinking about, um, you know, our, our goal for prayer shouldn't be, it's like what, um, I think it was what pastor Brian talked about, you know, it's, it's not what we can get, but we're seeking who, you know, mm-hmm. it's God that we're seeking. Um, and so there's, the real answer for prayer is just to be in his presence. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe we can look at answers to prayer as things that build our faith right. versus um, like, it's not answered prayer that improves our life. It's just the presence with God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you said you were talking about persistence. That's like the common word for um, your message today. Even, even that term, um, shameless audacity which it made me think of uh king david when he's worshiping the lord as they're bringing the uh ark of the covenant back into the city um and he's just like dancing in his knickers you know and and his wife is like what are you doing you know but it's just this 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 abandon this shameless abandon and that's the sort of prayer life that we should have um you said a few things um as you were kind of unpacking your main points and i just wanted to kind of throw them out there and maybe we can talk about it for a bit, but you said um, to keep your eyes always on Jesus, to hope in Jesus. And then I liked this phrase. You said, knock until bloody, you know, just this idea of like, we're just going to keep knocking on this door. You know, I think like kind of with that phrase you just ended with, um, you know, I shamelessly uh, have an obsession with like crime stuff. Maybe that's, a second calling i have no idea <laughs> but uh you know on some of those shows you see like someone being chased and they make it to someone's house and they're just you know banging on that door like i my survival is at stake yeah you know like my if i can get to the other side of that door i will survive and i think that has to be our perspective like we'll never understand the hope that we think we have in God or the love we experience from God if we're not willing to pursue him in that sense. Like you could even flip the script a little bit. And I hope this makes sense of like God shamelessly loved us so much that he sacrificed his son. Like he was not sorry. Like he shamelessly pursued us and sent Jesus to the cross as our sacrifice in our place. And it's like you turn the tables and you're like, I need to pursue God with that same shamelessness. Like whether I'm praying for a job, the healing of a sick one, 
sick one or more money financially to be financially stable, regardless. Like, I think, and I also even think that plays more to just the mindset that that gives us. Not necessarily like because I'm shamelessly praying for this that God's going to answer it faster, Mm -hmm. but it's the perspective and the heart change that comes from that. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just uh, that scripture comes to mind. Um, the prayers of a um, a righteous man, the fervent prayers of a righteous mm-hmm. man avail much. You right. know, it, it's this idea of, and, and the much isn't answered to prayer. You know, it, it's so much more than just simple answer to prayer. Mm-hmm. It's again being in God's presence, and and really, um, so much of prayer is tied to worship. He even said that worship fuels our prayers. Um, and I think that was that was an important point. Um, I think a whole um, sermon series can be preached just yeah. on that idea there. Yeah. Um, so, Pastor Taylor, thanks again yeah. for your time. Do you have any closing thoughts, maybe as encouragement for people out there that are struggling with prayer or uh, just getting started with prayer yeah. or even them that are on the verge of giving up? And I would just say uh, in the spirit of our talk today, uh, just keep knocking. And if you've gone through 21 days of prayer, and you feel like, you know, maybe your prayer hasn't been answered or maybe you didn't really go through 21 days and you're still seeking the Lord. Uh, just know that day 22 and day 23 and so on are just as important as day yeah. one and day two. So just keep praying. Like, I promise you, like, I'm so confident and like to even guarantee that if you keep knocking and you keep persistently knocking and pursuing God, you will have the door open into what you're looking for. Thanks everybody for listening, for tuning in. We love you and we're praying for you. Tune in next week as we start a new series called Witness, where we're looking at recent followers of Jesus who have impacted our lives as pastors. It's going to be a great series. And that's a wrap. Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.